Channing Taylor is a cop who could use a little help. He's on the trail of a brilliant criminal. I really had hoped you were dead. A villain with a secret weapon. Time. Now, Taylor's gone back to the 80s. Hold on, where is this? To crack the crime of the next century. He's about to team up with the most legendary partner ever. His own great-grandfather. The original blast from the past. Andrew and I'm Mark and you are listening to TV Movie Night the television podcast about movies or some shit I don't, I don't remember what is this about again we watch major Hollywood releases oh. on television oh so it's all pan and scan it's all pan and scan and oh, there's a lot of no. the six hour version of uh, Lord of the Rings uh, that runs on TNT every Tuesday oh, I don't... like now now did was this weird they're going to Mount Doom yeah and then there's a Charmin ad yeah, well, sometimes you sometimes you find yourself thinking about other things while you're doing something tedious or mm-hmm. you know. Oh, so this is this is Frodo's mind. He's like, why why does it matter if that bear's butt is a little bit has has what is it lint? Like is it always lint on the bear's butt? Yeah, it's, he's got uh, he's got uh, dingleberries. You know, he got oh, toilet yeah. paper all wadded all up, up on his butthole. All up your butthole. And he's like, uh, I'm a fucking bear, so you're, I'm not wearing any pants. So right. You're gonna see so everybody's it. gonna see it. And but with that Charmin though, all that shit comes right off. It's like water off a duck's back. It's like toilet paper off a bear's butthole. Television movie night, Mark, is what you're listening to. How are you? Andrew, I'm great. I have exciting news. What is your news? My brother, Michael. Michael, super fan, Mike Gonzalez. Mike Gonzalez. Who, I don't, does he listen to this show? No. Had another child. Oh, my God. So. He's unstoppable. Unstoppable. (laughs) Previously, his last child was... Born while we watch after we watched Killdozer. Oh yeah, so little baby Killdozer is what that kid's called. Yeah, so, new addition to the family. He has been little baby out of time. Oh no, it's definitely born under a bad moon with yeah, that one. It's, it's going to be hard to live up to all of the abilities and achievements of Killdozer. It glowed. It uh, killed all those people. Killed those people, and it had a Killdozer in it. Uh it uh, showed up in Night of the Scarecrow. Yeah, a backdoor sequel. Well, uh, congratulations to superfan Mike Gonzalez. Yeah. Hopefully we can get both of the children on the show. On the show at some point, and they'll... Um... They can tell us their favorite television movie. I bet it's like North and South or... Bubble Guppies, probably. Uh Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah, that one. Yeah, they, yeah, that seems more up there at more their speed. Mark, anything else going on with you personally? Nothing. Me personally, no. That's it. Just new addition to the Gonzalez family. It's uh, it's Oscar season. Like uh, the indeed, it is. Season is it is award season. A lot of this is when all the great movies come out. All that, the best movies right. of the year that everybody t- is going to be talking about. That's right. All your favorites. For example, Aquaman, Green Book. That. The, there's the, that PG-13 version of Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Why? 
More money, I guess. I guess they could just re-release it without Fred, all the shit. Be like, Fred Savage is here now. Okay, isn't that funny? You guys laughing? We made a movie for children that references a movie that came out before any of them were born, and that or guy even just, conceived. And that guy just died. Who died? Like Peter the, Falk, the writer of it. Peter Falk died a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> William Goldman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All your favorites, all of them. You'll be seeing them at the Oscars come February. Right? Generally February That's or March. Happens. Uh, are you hosting this year? Is that you? You know they uh, they didn't ask, but I have noticed. I got a a phone call from a three two three number, mm. and I'd never picked it up. So I have oh, to assume probably, it was it was probably the academy. It's probably them saying, "Do you have a tux? Right? Can you can you be can down you, at? Can the, you please rent a tux? Can you come down to the what is it now? The IMAX theater? It's not Dolby. The, it's not the cold. It's Kodak the Dolby anymore. It's the Dolby theater. Is it still at the? Is yes. It still, okay. Because the Emmys moved, right? They're at, like, LA Live. <laughs> They're at the Grammy Museum oh, somehow. That's terrible. <laughs> From beautiful LACMA, uh, here we are. We're a bunch of fucking lampposts, I guess. So, uh, uh, well, that's... We lost. We lost, by the way. Who lost? That's my that's my Moonglow oh, yeah. <laughs> Oscar producer Not impersonation. It's Moonlight, you dick. Oh, right. Moonlight. Yeah, exactly. They all... <laughs> <laughs> they all got up on stage. Here's La La Land to fucking take a one yeah. last victory lap. Great movie. And the Wonderful movie. Stage manager is beside himself. Yeah. What the fuck is going on he's out there? Screaming at uh, Dick Tracy, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, you fucked me, Tracy. <laughs> you fucked me. And he's like, no, no, no. the car fucked, fucked you. you. Well, he's pointing at Ernst and Young. Yeah, they <laughs> fucked you. <laughs> We lost. We lost, by we, the way. We lost, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they they had won everything else, and right. I love that, that that's like, <laughs> we lost, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's so pissed off. Warren Beatty is Dick Tracy's yes, name. Yes, yes. Uh, and I love that. <laughs> I love that. I don't know if that would be our reactions. Like, ah, fuck. I, imagine if, if like, we somehow fluked into going up to win the the biggest prize of the night. Yeah, and it was a huge mistake. <laughs> I, I feel like we'd be like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we didn't win. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this. It would be a lot of me saying like, I don't know how this happened. I feel like we don't deserve this. Show me, show me the car. I'm so and then excited. You look at the car and you're like. Oh, oh no. <laughs> right. Emma Stone won best yeah. picture. That doesn't seem right. Well, give her the trophy. Come on up. It's yours. We <laughs> lost. lost. It's yours. Take it, Emma. You did it all. Ran the goddamn camera, did the audio <laughs> and the acting. Oh man, triple threat over yeah. here. Wow. Wish I had your talent. I feel like we would have been like uh we're like, well, and then we go to Astro Burger and <laughs> shove our pie holes and just cry. I, I think we'd have been like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Kick the stand over. Yeah, I over. feel like we would have sworn and then stomped off stage. All right. Uh, if I had the trophy in my hand, I would have dropped it. <laughs> They're like, here's your fucking trophy. Go get it. Oh, so such a weird yeah, ending. You that. you wing the card into the audience. Like, <laughs> there it is. There's your evidence. I dropped the trophy kick it stomp off the stage and then knowing my personality i sulk for 42 years yeah exactly you're like i was up there i had it in my fucking hand
fucking Dick Tracy. Just fucking <laughs> me again, all right? Tracy. Well, Mark, uh, it's television movie night. Speaking of real award-winning yeah. entertainment Great content. Great things. Uh, it's television movie night. You and I uh, are going We have watched a television movie, a made-for-TV movie. Yes. This month, our theme is television TV pilots, pilots that were then turned into movies. That's correct. These were pilots that were going to be made into a series. They realized either early or very late, probably very early. Uh-huh. They're like, this is this not going to work. It could work. It's not, not. going to work. It may go to series. It's definitely not going to series. And they decided, well, we already shot the goddamn thing anyway. Let's turn it into a 90-minute Wonderful thing that we can plug a hole in the in the uh, schedule and kill two hours of all of our lives. Yes. This month we've been watching. We watched three bangers. Wonderful films. Baffled. Each one better than the last. That's right. Baffled. Generation X. And then last week, of course, we watched Where Have All, all the, the People Gone? gone? This ended, week, however. I ended up sending you $5. You did send me $5. You, you, you owned mem- up on the bet. The memo was, where has all my money where's gone? Where all your money gone? Directly into my pocket. That's where it goes. This week, however, we watched a film called Out of Time. Out of Time. And we're going to talk about it in a segment I like to call, Well, What Do You Know? Mark, what... Uh, you saw the trailer to Out of Time. What did you think this uh, fun romp was going to be about? I thought this was going to be a time travel adventure. Mm-hmm. I thought that there were going to be some laughs. Yeah. I thought there was going to be some action. We're going to go out. We're going to have a couple burgers. Have couple some beer- laughs. Yeah. Brace the show. Should yeah, be a pushover. Yeah. Bra- <laughs> Brace Bill Maher. And then, uh, you know, uh, they were be on Easy Street. I actually thought this will probably show me why Bill Maher became a thing. I was like, this will probably be like, he'll be good in this, is basically what I thought. I was mistaken. No. And I still don't know why Bill Maher is a thing. Because he's a political, he's he's doing comedy, you know? He's doing, is he comedy? He's doing, like, I, technically, I guess. <laughs> Real Time gets nominated for, like, yeah. Best Variety Series Every for, fucking like, year. 15 years. It's never won. And it's just, it's him going okay 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 you've got this president out there saying what i mean come on that's his entire yeah everybody loves it everybody loves it it's just preaching to the choir it's one of the worst shows i don't like it it's and then he got uh before that though of course he was on politically incorrect on abc for several several years that was a thing Mm -hmm. and then there was this and there was this before it what, some kind of vehicle. What was this, 1988? 1988. Anything exciting happened in 88? Well, Mark, uh, Out of Time oh. aired on uh, July 17th, 1988 on Ooh. NBC. Middle of the summer. Middle of the summer. This is where you're all gonna the have bangers a, go. You're going to have a good time. Uh, this Tell was, the kids we're not going to the beach today. Not today. We're, we're watching, watching Out, Out of, of time. time starring Bill Maher. <laughs> It's all right, kids. It's going to be great. You're going to have a great time watching Out of Time. Andrew is... Uh, Not going to the beach. He's been working on his radio DJ voice That's for right. a while. Uh, I got a block of Zep coming up uh, after these words from uh, our lovely sponsors. Uh, out of Time coming up after that, kids. Don't worry about it. Not going to the beach. 
Honey, let's go to the North Hollywood Auto Center. The North Hollywood Auto Center? I yeah. hear they've got everything. The North Hollywood Auto Center has all the best cars. Toyotas. Mazdas. Mitsubishis. Nissans. Scions. What's that? Oh yeah, they don't have Scions. Those won't be invented Those for a are while. Gone. <laughs> it's 1988. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. July 17, 1980 on NBC. This was directed by Robert Butler, who uh, directed a lot of other television movies for uh, going back decades. Mm -hmm. Directed episodes of Hill Street Blues. Wonderful show. Lois and Clark. Terrible show. Remington Steel. Good show. Several episodes of Walt Disney's The Wonderful World of Color. So much fun. Several episodes of Gunsmoke. Bonanza. Yeah, you know, the theme song to Gunsmoke. Branded. <laughs> There's a story by credit. There's a teleplay credit, but the story credit goes to Brian Allen Lane, wrote several episodes of Remington Steel. He wrote one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, Mark, and it's a it's a it's a data plays Sherlock Holmes. I was gonna episode. ask, is it a data? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's him as Sherlock yes. Holmes. Yes. <laughs> Those are the only ones you want to watch. That's why he that's why he only wrote one. He was like, I did it. He's like, I wrote the one where data he, is Sherlock he, Holmes. He plays his dumb Sherlock Holmes game. And everyone's like, I, all right, he's a dumb robot. The Moriarty gets out or something. I don't know. He Who gives a shit? Holodeck. It's great. Everyone loves it. And then a couple, maybe some episodes of Matlock and some MacGyvers. So he's written some stuff. This is Did he write the uh, MacGyver where he uh, builds a he robot? Plays Sherlock Holmes. Yes. He builds a robot that plays Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> it's like with, with just an orange rind and right. these paper clips, this robot huh? will now be Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> like, wait, what? You're like, MacGyver, you've done it again. again. This is starring Bruce Abbott. You know who Bruce Abbott is? He's you know, in Reanimator. He's in Reanimator, yes. He's kind of a hunky, doughy 80s action star yes, from the look at him. But Reanimator is an incredible dopey. movie. Dopey, not doughy. He's not doughy. He's, 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 he's a dopey action star. Yes, but go watch Reanimator. Yeah. Watch that's a great that's a great movie. And they're just like, you know the uh, you know the theme song, the psycho? We're just gonna do that. Just, <laughs> it's it's like that it's for the whole it's thing. The whole movie. They literally just take the the title theme from Psycho and they're like, we just added a synth behind it, and we're like, now it's a new song, everybody. Yeah. Uh, this is also starring, as we've said before, Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Again, comedian. You see him on Real Talk with Bill Maher. He was on Politically at this Incorrect. Um, was he a stand-up at this time? I think he was. Uh, so this was this was during the time when they're like, uh, they would go and just pour through the comedy store, and they're just like, all right, I like this guy, and then they just gave, they just would plop him in a vehicle of some kind. Right. Sometimes it took, and sometimes it didn't. Be a sarcastic asshole. You got it, boss. Uh, and, but more so than I feel like they do now. Now they're like, uh, this is a good, this is a YouTube star. Yeah, they try that. Now they've got a TV show. Does it ever work? No. No. Unless, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe we're the wrong age for it. Yes. Because I feel like Netflix tries it, and YouTube tries it, and I think some other outlets have tried it, and maybe there's some seven-season-long show that's like, yeah, he's a YouTube star, and... And also, always, always, if there's a YouTube star, the show always has to revolve around the fact that this person is a YouTube star. Yes, because that's like, what you know him from. But it's like it's, they're playing a character. In Jerry the, the, Seinfeld plays Jerry Seinfeld, plays, the stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian, yes. But Tim Allen doesn't play stand-up comedian. Tim Allen, he's a family man. 
Who's got tool time? That's correct. Grace Butler, Brett Butler from Grace, Grace Under, Under Fire. Fire doesn't play alcoholic stand-up comedian Brett Butler. She plays Grace, and she's under fire. Yeah, just she's, Ro- <laughs> she's pinned down. She's Roseanne, in a uh, she's in a foxhole, just getting shot at all the time. Bill Ingvald, Jeff Foxworthy, all okay. of these. Okay. Oh, you're. Me- meanwhile, you're naming the exclusions. <laughs> when Jerry Seinfeld, it's Jerry Seinfeld is obviously and uh, um, Ray Romano. Ray Romano was a sports writer. Oh, the George Carlin show. He plays a taxi driver. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, but with these YouTube shows, yes, it's always like it's a YouTube star. And... What about Fred? Fred was just an annoying, shitty kid. Yes. What did he? Was he a YouTube star? On his show? Yeah, but he was just doing the same character that he did on his YouTube show. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But just with John Cena as, as his dad. Terrible. That's a thing that happens in that thing. Terrible. But most of the time, it's like, uh, y- y- here's here's this vehicle for you. You're going to play a weird, out-of-touch YouTube celebrity that hits it big. Congratulations. On your 17 season show. Also in this this movie is Adam Ant, the 80s pop star Adam Ant. Is that who that was? Yes. The bad guy? Yes. Oh, I was wondering why he was terrible. That's right. He sang Goody Two Shoes. Oh, he was terrible. Uh, Did you notice the uh, sexy dame from uh, Who who Killed What Happened to Bobby Earl? Murder in a College Town is in this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh my God! No. Re- Reanimator's girlfriend in the future oh. is played by the sexy rich woman. Oh, I didn't even realize yeah. it. No, she's only, she has like three lines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, uh, 1988. Here's what happened. H. George H. W. Bush is elected president in November. Uh, NASA returns to space. The space program after a two-year hiatus following the Challenger disaster. We're just you know trying to. Trying to find ourselves again. Hustler out. Magazine wins a landmark Supreme Court case against Jerry Falwell. And in fact, Larry Flint becomes friends with Jerry Falwell after the fact. Oh, that that would make for a the good two of them, film. The two of them actually that. go on a college speaking tour and debate things. And okay. then when Jerry Falwell died, Larry Flint actually said that he was very surprised the two of them became very good friends. Oh, that's nice. And uh, of note, uh, Back to the Future came out in 1985, so three years prior to this film. Just something to keep. <laughs> I don't in know the back why you mentioned that. I, it's just you know, I'm just coming up with facts. Yeah. Right. When did Terminator come out? Uh, 81. The first one came out. I want to say 1980. Yes. Uh, so, and then also a thing to keep in 1989 mind. 1989 is when Back to the Future 2 will be coming out. So yeah. a year after this film. But just something. I'm just. I'm just. The, I'm just. This is a part of the show. This is a part of the show. Andrew tells us things that uh, happened in the 1980s, and then what movies came out three years three prior years prior to, to the TV movie. Seeing. Just go back and listen to our back catalog. You'll you'll hear you'll it. It's hear always it. it's in there. Just, it's me and like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Man's Kid. kid. <laughs> Four years <laughs> before this one came out. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, now that we've got that out of the way, let's dive right in, Mark, in this banger of an episode. Out of Time, Television Movie Night, NBC, July 17th, 1988. Not going to the beach. We're going to watch this. We get a title card. Cerritos Auto Center. 188 cars for Don't kids. Don't do that. Don't put that into our show. <laughs> Don't put that into our show. 
Uh, we get a title card that's a quote from some fucking asshole. Some asshole. Uh, that says the future is, is now. now. Uh, like it's think some about that profound statement, and we get a VO saying, "When my great grandfather said this, I had no idea what he was saying, <laughs> but now I do, or something." Yeah, and it is at this point that you realize we are not in good hands. Oh no, <laughs> this is going to be a terrible thing. <laughs> I love the idea that they put this front and center. Like this quote is some kind of profound statement that is world shaking. Yeah. You're the like, future is now. is now. The past is tomorrow. tomorrow. Mm? Think about it. But today is a gift. And our that's why it's called the present. are like our children. Uh, we, but we, I, yeah. Also, I love, because starting your movie with a title card and a dumb quote is like terrible. Yes, we've, starting had, we've your, already had two this month. Starting your movie with VO, generally bad. Yeah. This one says... What if we do both? <laughs> what if this one presupposes? What if they didn't? They did both. Uh, we come up on a matte painting. <laughs> a very lovely matte painting of the future. Of the future. Of future Holly- LA. It's 20- the Hollywood sign is still up. You know. It's 2088. It's 2088. A hundred years in the future. What What does it look like? Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's two-dimensional. We're, we're eating pills, and it's cyber credits, and... Eye implants, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, th- you know, billboards. Our our brains can faxes. store sixty gigs. Oh my god, that's 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 the libraries of the world. All of them. Everything is in there. We find out over the squawk box. It's uh, that's uh, someone that's just screaming, screaming in our at ears. About a thousand different people that uh, there's a murder, death, kill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That movie won't come out. Demolition for another, Man will for like be coming out years. for about in ten years. Remember that. Richard Marcus has killed everyone. Parkland Hospital, be advised. Richard Marcus, Marcus. is killed. Right. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, Detective Channing Tatum. Uh, is that that was his Ma- name? Martin Channing, isn't it? Or Channing Martin? Uh, is is it's Channing? His first name is okay. Channing. Channing is a detective. Carol Channing. That's right. He's like, so, oh, I got to get after that Richard Marcus. So the the detective is <laughs> in gonna, hot you're pursuit. You're just going to gloss over that. He's you just son of a sprinting. bitch. I've been practicing that Carol, Channing, Carol Channing, Channing for fucking years, and you know it. He is sprinting through like a Hollywood backlot that's made to look like a post-apocalyptic hellscape. Right. And he's chasing after Richard Marcus. They tell him, do not pursue. Murder, death, kill. Right. We've, we're going to send. Be, be calm, Channing. We're going to send the robot to do this, right? That's right. They're sending in the like, drones. Police bot? Police bot will find him and stop him. That's right. So then he Drop takes... it. Drop it. <laughs> Freeze. Freeze, dirtbag. Dead or alive. You're coming, coming with, with me, me, Richard Marcus. <laughs> That's another one. That has not that had that would have come out as well. Eighty sure. six, I believe, is when Robocop. Terminator came out. also happened. Terminator, Robocop, back to the future. Back to the future. Just putting it out. Put, there. Just, just, I, we're just naming films. I'm just happened. naming films. Uh but he chases out of Africa. He chases, two years later. He chases after Richard Marcus. His suit looks like Inspector Gadget, because he's from the future. Right. He's he's a detect so he's wearing a tight t shirt, a uh-huh. tight undershirt. Yeah. And then a gray jacket, like a biz, like a sports coat. But it looks like a, it looks like a trench coat. It looks like he's supposed to look like. I bet the idea was they gave them a, uh, 
like a Sam Spade novel, and he's like, that's a detective from the 40s, but right. I want the, the 2088 the version. version of that. And so they're like, all right, it looks like a trench coat, and it's gray, but it's got big shoulders and like runs to his waist and then and, flares out. And they don't have button-down shirts anymore. No, it's all... it's the future. It's all just T-shirts. Yeah. We, our our T-shirt technology has come <laughs> ages ahead of yours. Looking through his heat vision goggles, he continues his chase after uh, Richard Marcus. He keeps... And as, as he's going through, he's going through a building, and he comes across a plaque, and we hear a piece of VO that talks about Maxwell Taylor. Channing Taylor right. is his last name. Maxwell Taylor has a plaque dedicated to him in the building that he's going to try and find Richard Marcus in. Right. And he kind of just goes, yeah, he, does this piece big, of shit. he does this big hand wave and he's like, Duh. I'm very glad that they gave us the VO because you couldn't read it. You couldn't read it because it's dark and the image quality is shitty. Yeah. So they had to post in somebody saying, thanks to the achievements of this guy, of this brave man, somebody didn't die. Congratulations. And then he just he's like, gives double fingers as he walks by it. Go to Fuck hell. you, Taylor. You piece of shit. Mark- if I ever have the opportunity to punch you in the face, I will not pass it up. Marcus, uh, inside this building, gets the drop on Channing and shoots him with a laser gun. Shoots him with a laser cannon that he has mounted on his hip. On his hip that he, like, spins and it's really it's lame. Really impractical, really dumb. Also, Cause, cause Andrew, as, as you're running, I'm assuming it's going it's like, just flopping all over and it's going to smack you in your own dick. Yeah. Andrew, did you notice that uh, he has our, our detective character has goggles, right? Yeah. And he can see like footprints and follow those. Mm-hmm. And then he can turn on night vision. Yeah. So he turns on night vision when he's in this tunnel. Oh, yeah. And I know then what he, you're going to get at. He flips the light switch. <laughs> Which she, she should immediately go, ah, <laughs> God damn it. That was stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb, but he just calmly takes his glasses off. And I was like, the idiot blinded himself. No, no. And he didn't care. He's so dumb. He doesn't even know that he fucked up. Well, Marcus gets the jump on him, but. Uh, Shoots him in the chest. And he's like, got this flaming hole in his chest yeah the next scene he's in the chief's office apparently he's fine getting dressed down he gets dressed down by the chief he says he was wearing he's he knew what he was doing he was wearing his energy proof vest because it's the future and he said the chief says you're an idiot you're a fucking idiot what if he shot you in the head you fucking dope yeah you wear your energy proof brain today did you turn the lights on while you had your night vision goggles on yes so maybe you are dumb the chief says that his we have robots we have for this technology purpose. Technology for this. And in fact, your great grandfather invented the crime computer that we use to find these people. It's three white, weird looking albinos that sit in a bowl of milk. Yes. Every once in a while, a red ball comes down the tube, and yeah. we go and find who's going to kill before they do. That came out in 19, uh, 2003. No, I just again. Minority I'm just, report. I'm just stating things just here. Letting you know. Um, no, they uh, they use the crime computer, uh, and his great grandfather Maxwell Taylor invented the crime invented computer. the crime computer and a lot of the other gadgets that they use. Channing says, "Well, he's a human, and guess what? Humans can catch humans. A, a robot, a computer can't think like a person can. All right, it's 2088. We have computers the sizes of warehouses out here. All yeah. right." And they can only play chess and checkers and uh, a, a, a 
occasionally you can look at the the library card catalog on them. Okay, they can also cross reference uh, what members exactly. of our company Who's are members of a country club. club. And, and, but you can say but that's it, in, it. You can say it in a conversational. That's all tone. they can it do. We'll know what you're talking about. He says, "I, I humans catch humans. All right, a computer sure. can't do this." The chief says, "Well, guess what? You're a terrible disappointment." <laughs> An you, awful cop. When you joined the force, we thought, well, he's a this guy is a must hire. Yes. Because of his goddamn great grandfather. And we were right. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely a must hire. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be here and otherwise. Both the good and the bad reasons. And uh that he's a disappointment. You're a terrible disappointment. And also you're suspended. Yeah. Right? Turn in your laser gun. And your laser badge. And your laser badge. <laughs> I need them both. And he says, I'm not gonna do that. So he's like, I, I lost my laser gun. <laughs> Some kid stole my badge. <laughs> I set it down. Oh. I went to the, I went to the piss the pisser. And I came back. My laser badge is gone. gone. Uh, Channing goes home, goes through his great grandfather's stuff, and uh, it all looks like set photos. Yes, <laughs> they're like, all right, Bill Maher, stand here, lean up against this, and they don't look, look at this. They don't look like actual photos. No. They don't look like a photo like a you a jerk would take. Right. It's just like we have. We have a day for taking set photos. Put on this funny hat. Uh, he says that his if he was working with his great grandfather, he'd show them all. I'd show them all. <laughs> what I'd would you show them? them? Prove them all wrong. He, but he's he's already failed. We've already seen him fuck up. And I, Andrew, I just have to say, I fundamentally dislike this character. Oh no, I hate this guy. Well, he feels like he has some. He's in, he's living in the shadow of his great grandfather. He's been in the shadow of his great grandfather for the entire time he's been on the force. Rightfully so, because he sucks. Because he's inept. But he got shot. He managed to get shot. And, but he's trying to live up to his grand great grandfather's name. Yes. But he's got a bunch of stuff, including a book that he wrote. Right. And a bunch of other shit, all right? And he knows the, his grandfather's, great-grandfather's book back and forth. He knows all the quotes in the book. Yeah. He looks at the news, and uh, he see, we see a very brief news report that they've dug up the library, or they dug, dug up a bank yes. that was downtown, and they found in the foundation of a bank some kind of vial of a medical cure, but they don't know what it is yet. They haven't tested it yet, but it's some kind of incredible serum that could be... Uh, very beneficial to the de- to everyone in Los Angeles, twenty eighty eight. Right. Also, this is weird. Yes. Did you notice the way that we shoot news in the future? I love this. Is actually, very pervy. I because no, it's I, shooting down the news reporter's shirt. No, I. And then there's a lingering shot on her legs. I I didn't notice the leg shot, but yeah. they they in my mind, it made sense to me that. The that she's shooting it that they're shooting it via like a drone, right? That they don't have a camera operator; they just have a drone that's that shooting follows above her. her. So she's looking up as she's doing this news report, and I love the 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 overlays that they do. They like slide in like a bunch of photos and yeah, stuff. It's weird. And also, what was what the there was a bunch of numbers that were above the screen that said like Fox, NBC, CBS, and the numbers kept changing like scores. But it also no, it didn't say CBS. It said GBS. Oh, you're right. Yes. So Fox and NBC are the only things that lasted. CBS gone. Gone. Gone BS. That's what the G stands for. Write that down. General bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and then the numbers keep changing, and New I don't York know if that's slime. Is that yes? 
I don't know if that's viewership and that he's seeing it in real time. There's five viewers. Mil- millions of, yes, because it's so fractured. It's the future, yeah. Everyone's watching oh, hollow porn. This is nice. We we did we did some big numbers well, last we night. Seven. Seven. We got yeah. seven. Big, big numbers. Big, oh, that's a hit. We'll renew you for the next seven nano years. Because it's the future. Space years. Yes. <laughs> How many laser viewers did we get? But then we find out that the woman that's on the news channel is Matt, is uh, Channing's girlfriend. She shows up and she's like, I'm here. Hey, hot uh, it's, stuff. It's me, the, the lady from the news, which is always odd. Have you ever run into somebody? Have you ever been like at the grocery store and you, you, like the, the guy that, that does the news is there ahead of you? No, I have. It's a little different because it's in Los Angeles, but in like local market stuff. Like that's that's like that's seeing, it's like I saw Tom Hanks right. at the, store the other day. That's Dallas Reigns was I in saw, front of me at the gas station. I saw the sports guy on Fox. Yeah, <laughs> he was buying apples. <laughs> that's what I and they all. It always, I don't know. It just always feels weird. All right. Sure. I bet they're real people. You know, they seem nice, but news reporting is so stilted and forced that you're like, these people can't be real. I imagine it's got to be really weird when they walk into your home. And they're like, hey, we're dating. Like, <laughs> when, we are? When did this happen? Really, Fred? <laughs> sir, sir, sir. Care to comment on the person who used the last ice cube and didn't refill the fucking tray? <laughs> More on this story. As it develops. As it develops. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> That's terrible. Cut that. Cut, Mark cut that, that cut, and cut, cut it. Cut it, please. She says, oh, I'm, I'm your hot girlfriend. And he says, I got you a present. I got you a present. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Open it. Open it. Do it. Open it. Open it now. She opens it. It's not a gun. It's not a gun. Unfortunately. It is a book of Shakespeare's sonnets. Shakespeare's sonnets. uh, And uh, for some reason, the 13th page is ripped. Yeah. We make a point of lingering on this 13th page and showing that it's ripped. Remember that. But at the same time, Channing says he loves old books. And she says, I love old books, too. I wish they still made them because it's the future. She says they have weight. They have meaning. They yeah. have substance. Words. I wish they still made them. <sighs> Picasso. That'll never, <laughs> never catch, catch on. on. See, it's, it's either one or the other. It's either if we're telling a story in the past, we say something that we know is, is true, true yes. but somebody says, oh, that can't be true. And then if you tell, if you do it in the future, you see, you do something that you know is true, but it's weird because it's like a staple. Mm-hmm. It's something we're, caught, we're, we're used to now, but it's not the case anymore, you it's, see. Yes, it's a way to remind you that we're in the future. Yeah, in things In case you changed. tuned in late, <laughs> you got somebody to say, well... This is the weirdest apartment I've ever seen. Why do they live like this? And then they say, we don't make books anymore. And you go, oh, it's the future. But I feel like just, it's like, it's... It's a trope. It's a terrible, dumb trope, and I hate it. I feel like he walks in, and it's like, it's some little closet, and he goes into hollow sleep, and it's like, well, we... Like, has there ever been a situation where you walk, where it's in the future, and the living space has been completely flipped around, versus... We walk in and it's like, well, there's a TV, but it's not really a TV. It's really thin or it's broadcast on the wall. But yet there's still a sitting area and there's still a dinner table and there's still a kitchen and there's still this and there's still that. You are, know? are you asking me if there's ever been a future 
because that looked like an average future, like what we could actually expect no, I'm the future to look c- like. Completely flipped around because, like, a living room in the 1850s looks completely different than one in the 1950s, right? There's no TV. Sure. There's no. Uh, there's no radio. In, in 1850 that they're everyone's gathered around listening to because the focus is on it's always on the television now right in the future a hundred years from now in what year is this like 2002 all right in, what year is it right now yeah. in 2102 <laughs> okay you know, 100 years sure. from now it shouldn't it wouldn't would the focus be somewhere else you know in our like neural jacks that I we don't have know. on the wall sure yes and we we minimize like living space down so much that we just take a pill and sleep standing up so we can live in broom closets like like we've always wanted. Or we ship and we get Amazon to ship us a home and they do it like instantaneously like they fly a drone. We don't, we don't we don't live in apartments anymore. Like how we don't people don't own cars anymore. They just rent cars for like hours at a time. Some, so pe- some everything, people own cars. Everything just becomes a hotel and we just rent, we just get People, we get automated cars that just take us to a room, okay. and that's where we stay for the night. No, we swipe our card. This is what like, it is. We put our that's our credit in the future. Okay, okay, <laughs> uh, we're getting real in here. The right, future, I'm sorry to go on a jag here. We don't but, own anything. Yeah, you rent everything. Yes. So no, we don't own. Who owns stuff? When anymore? it's time for you to sleep, you type something into your laser phone, and it gives you your address, and then a drone drops a big metal box on top of you. And you just lean against the walls and you sleep standing up wherever you are. Mm. See that again. And then when you wake up, you say, all right, space drone, take away my metal box. And then takes it away. Off it goes. And then you just get up and go for the day. Yeah. You know, because again, 100 years from the like in 2088. Right. So in, in 1988 versus 2088, you go to 2088. Obviously, two people wouldn't be having a conversation with each other after watching the television. They would both be looking at whatever their laser phone is uh-huh. and being like, hey, did you see this shit? It's all fucked up. And then the other person's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, playing their goddamn Star Wars game. And then you're like, let's let's eat our food pills. Yeah, I'm starving. And yeah. then you Ooh, go, turkey dinner. Yeah, Salisbury steak, oh, delicious. leftovers again. Yes, and, and then they go and sleep in separate beds because also in the future, everyone's a huge prude. Yeah, they point this out later on in the show that uh, everybody's a virgin in the future for some reason. Until they're married. So, yay? I guess. It, abstinence only works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing as presented in this movie. Channing also mentions that he thinks that Marcus is working on a time machine. I don't know how he gets this information. He He's like, I heard it from my, my sources. <laughs> that kid before he stole my badge. <laughs> And then, hey, 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 Seamus, uh, hey, Flatfoot, I hear uh, that bad guy's working on a time machine. He he told me that while he was handcuffing my leg (laughs) to a table. (laughs) That kid was quick. Adam Ant murdered somebody. Yes. And the person that he murdered was working on a time machine. So he thinks that uh, Max, uh, he thinks that, God damn it, I hate all these names. He thinks that Marcus, Marcus Phoenix, is looking for a time machine. Huxley. Yes. (laughs) Be well. Later, uh, Channing decides to go off the books. You know, he's been suspended. I've been suspended. He doesn't give a shit. They took my laser gun. That kid took my laser badge. Well, they, he, they to be clear, we're kidding about it. He has his laser he gun because he uses it all the fucking time. 
Later at the lab, he goes and goes to look for clues because apparently the crime robot didn't bother to do any of this. He says, if I think the guy stole a time machine, uh huh. where did he put the time machine? He I sent it to himself in the future. He just puts it somewhere else in time, man. Right? It's in the same spot. It's just in a different time. And it's just going to show up. So she, so his... TV girlfriend girlfriend's like, like that makes no fucking sense, sure. but whatever. You, Thanks for the book. That's a big guess, but sure, go ahead. And uh, so Channing goes back to the lab to look for it. While he's there, he finds a dime from 1976, and he says, well, these were outlawed 50 years ago, which got me thinking. That means that Bitcoin now. That's, ah, that's where <laughs> that's the money's the, at. That's where it's at. Got to get rid of coins. Physical coins, those are out the door, man. It's all about Bitcoin, Bitcoins. right? Andrew, you want to get in on Bitcoin? I, I want to mine. Apparently, Bitcoin mining has used like so much energy mm-hmm. in the process that it's actually more harmful to mine Bitcoins than it is to physically create paper currency. Really? Yeah. Cool, huh? Yeah. The future Bitcoins. is now. Also, in this lab, for some reason, there is a big digital display that only of the shows date. the date, not the time. Nope. There's a regular clock there's a, for that. There's a normal. There's a normal uh, analog, analog clock, clock, but a big digital interface that, that says, says October fourteenth. Because he also finds a newspaper that's from the future. future. I wonder if it's one of those joke newspapers. Like he looks at it and it says like. It says Marcus Marcus named hottest stud. And he's oh. Like, oh, son of a bitch! I should have looked at it. Uh, Marcus stomps in the bad guy. Adamant stomps in, and they just kind of both stare at each other. Everything starts to shake, and then Marcus appears in a weird machine. At, at this point, that looks uh, like a phone booth. My Bill and Ted's excellent, excellent adventure. adventure. You know, when did that come this, out? I want to say that was like 1989, maybe a year earlier. Yeah. Uh, it kind of looks like a phone booth. Uh, at this point, my head started hurting because the way they whenever shoot this... a time machine comes, the film gets all shaky. Yes, it's and this weird kind of strobing effect. This terrible noise starts playing, and uh, this—I guess—this is what happens when you mess with time. Channing fires his gun at it, then he grips the outside of it. Adam Ant's like, "I'm British. I'm just gonna hit this button and see what happens." He plays a disinterested villain yes. who's happy to put his hip gun and blow your head off, but not too into uh, saying anything meaningful or impactful this, or giving any emotion to a scene. This scene kind of goes on for like three minutes. Too long. He's gripping the side of this machine, and we start to see the chronometer like start to tick back. But then all the motion of the scene is... Just the camera kind of shaking and them kind of looking at each other yeah. and the film kind of stutters a little bit. And I don't know, you know, it's like you see like Doctor Who with his fucking TARDIS. Like there's a there's a whole time hole. and We see it kind of swirling through or maybe you do like you put lights around it and you kind of bend, you know, you, you do that like bending effect sure. where... Or you put streaks of light over it, you know, you or over, maybe overexpose the film a little bit. Or here's another thing that would work. You're just in a different time. Oh, it just kind of like yeah. that. You just grab it and then you're there. Well, like that would be not painful on my brain to watch. Instead, instead uh, we have this three minutes of just where they just kind of look at each other and up. I can just feel my fillings in my mouth. <laughs> 
Then eventually, a Channing slips off the time machine and falls to his death. I don't know. Presumably, he wouldn't. Would he age rapidly I, or think, yeah, turn he, into a like, baby? I don't know. Fall out of the time bubble and immediately like turn to dust, right? Yeah. Well, instead, he why just... do you need that's this? This drove me insane. OK, you have a phone booth time machine. Yes. Right. You think you would need to be in, in it to the be protected. thing to work. But it's like, no, if you're just around, if you're nearby, that's fine. No. Why do we have the machine? Do I, if I just hold on to it, can I just take it halfway? I'm like, I'm only going 50 years. So I'll, I'll just, let just me, leave me anywhere. Let me, like it's like a trolley car. Yeah, Slow down a little bit so that I don't roll an <laughs> yeah, ankle. I don't want to I don't want to zoom past it. And wait, have to wait three years to go bet on this World Series. Right. Uh, instead, he falls off the time machine and crash lands in MacArthur Park. It's now the present slash past. Double dumbass on you. The future today star trek 4 when did that come out <laughs> i want to say 86 a voyage home i want to say 86 was a voyage home this so, reminds me a lot of this now we have a really shitty probably four minute sequence where big dumb future man can't figure out that it's the past that it's the past he's walking around a kid skateboards past him holding a toy laser gun he nearly blows the kid's head like, off drop it <laughs> freeze dirtbag yeah and the kid's like shoots him in the dick the it's like up yours, yeah. <laughs> up yours, cop. And he shows that it's like a toy gun, and he's like walking around. And he's so confused because he's in MacArthur Park, and oh my god, there's all these crazies. There's like a drum circle. Where am I? Yeah, and it takes him. It takes him a good three scenes to figure it out because he's like, M- Marcus is like focusing on his plan. He goes to a, the under construction uh, library, right, to go look at where he needs to go. Meanwhile, Channing looks through a trash can, finds out that it's 1988, and he's like. Marcus named hottest stud, stud again. Are, where are God these? <laughs> and uh, so he's he's you know, but he's he's a fish out of water. You know, he's walking around. He's swimming with dolphins. Yeah. He's with the whales. I get it. <laughs> oh man, remember where we maybe, parked? Maybe they're trying to talk to that man. <laughs> Marcus should have said, "Remember where I parked?" Yeah, even though he's not with anybody. <laughs> Uh, he goes to a doctor's office, and he's looking for some kind of specific vaccine. Yes. The doctor says, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, well, talk to this. And he <laughs> fucking blows her away. Kills her. Kills her. Meanwhile, an assistant that's there sees all of this, drops what she's doing, and she runs away. All right? She gets away from Marcus. Right. At a newsstand, Channing sees a headline regarding what just had this thing that happened. There was a murder, death, kill, murder, death, kill at this a doctor's at, at the, a doctor's office. There's a drawing of there's like a police composite sketch, sketch yeah. of this assailant, mm-hmm. and he recognizes it as the bad guy. That's, that's that is that is Marcus. So he's gonna take the newspaper. Uh huh. Then the, the guy says, "You're gonna have to pay for that Pepsi." You're gonna have Pepsi. to pay for that ass. I want a Pepsi free. Yeah. Says, like, well, I'll give you a Pepsi, but it's not gonna you're be gonna free. Have to pay for it. So he says, "You got to pay for that." And he says, "Pay for old news? No thanks." Uh, and then he looks, and there's a picture. There's like, there's like a swimsuit. There's a swimsuit uh, magazine. magazine. Yeah. Right. So keep him. Here's the shot. Okay. He is looking in towards the uh, the newsstand. The newsstand. Yeah. There is a magazine that is also facing the camera, which means it's facing into the newsstand. Yeah. Marcus or the bat or whatever hunk hunk dude looks at it. Channing. Channing looks at it, says, gives a scowl like, how dare you? And then he turns it around so that it is now facing the street where anybody can see it. Yeah. So you're like, 
Well, what was the point of that? I thought he was originally going to look, go hubba hubba, and then steal it. Uh, <laughs> That's a... And then he masturbates yeah. for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Sometimes the classics are just as good. Yeah. Uh, he also, on the newspaper, he finds out that the person, the witness of this, works at a bar called the Storm Cellar, which is in Hollywood. He knows all about Hollywood. Sure. Do they often print the names the, yes, of witnesses the, and where, and they, where work they work yeah in newspapers sure. when they're like there's a murderer on the run out there what if they're like trying yes they're trying what if yeah what if the newspaper just has it out for this person like they didn't want to give a comment so they're like here you go asshole <laughs> she works at the storm cellar yeah talk to her yourself or um they sold a lot of paper. They're like, we sold a lot of papers last night when there was a murder. How do we make sure that there's a murder tonight? <laughs> oh, I have a good idea. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. He goes, Channing goes to the storm cellar, and uh, he, again, looks like Inspector Gadget. And the bartender in there mm-hmm. says, uh, yeah, the lady who witnessed the murder will be back at eight, but there was some asshole already looking for some British dickhead. Right. And I don't know why I'm giving up. A, I must also hate my coworker giving <laughs> I up. Really all this, want her to like, die. If some guy, some like weird, creepy asshole came up and was like, "Hey, do you know Mark?" <laughs> like, I don't know if I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." What do you want? His phone number? Well, home address? <laughs> Furthermore, let's imagine I witness a murder, <laughs> and then the next day at work, some uh, some crazy person comes up to you and is like, "Hey, is Mark in today?" I'm like, no. Uh, also, I don't know if you can come in with a gun on your hip like that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, come back at six. He should be here. Channing uh, says he needs batteries for his doohickeys and goes to like a radio shack. But then the girl there's like, I'm, I'll give you a Pepsi, but I ain't going to be free. <laughs> she says, what kind of battery do you need? He's an idiot. So he says anything need, that's nuclear. I need nuclear. And she's like, end cells? This- this this fucking this fucking this is the equivalent okay of you or me yeah. being sent back in time mm-hmm. 100 years okay and going up to f scott fitzgerald <laughs> and being like picasso that'll never catch being you. like hey scotty give me your cell phone mm-hmm. he's like what's a cell phone you don't have cell phones no it's 191818 what <laughs> <laughs> It's like, where am I? You would know. Marcus named hottest stud in 1918. God damn it. That guy's everywhere. It's just unbelievable that this guy is so dumb that he can't even tell, like, the basics of technology. He's like, we've always had nuclear batteries, of course. She's like, I need money, stupid, if you want these dumb watch batteries, I guess. Yes. So instead, he, he does actually something kind of intelligent. He's like, well, give me a lotto ticket. And then he's like, I, and then he uses his x-ray specs that he has to look to through see the scratch, which one's the winner. And he says, I want that, that one. one. So somehow he doesn't know that we were still using chemical batteries in 1988, but mm. he's always known what a scratcher is. Yeah. You know, the lotto odds are Mark in 2088. You'll have fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> So they cheat at Scratchers. So they cheat at Scratchers. So she he gives gets, him five hundred dollars. He gets some him himself some cash. So he buys some food. He, he buys a, a taco. He buys a really spicy taco, and it's too much for him. And he's like, and it's hilarious. He's like, oh, oh my that's god, hot. it's so hot. So then he takes a drink from a pimp's cup. Yeah. Did you notice that there was just a random pimp screaming at his yeah his hose in the background? Nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. Well. 
So then, and then he also buys uh, some clothes that look like human clothes as opposed to Inspector Gadget clothes. I guess. But he looks like a used car salesman. Yes. At the, the, at the library, for some reason he goes to the fucking library. He's like, well, I got six hours to kill until eight <laughs> o'clock, so I'm going Guess to... Guess I'll sign up for a library card. He goes to the library and he finds a Shakespeare sonnet book. But while he's looking through it, a guy bumps into him and he drops the book. And shockingly enough, he tears page 13 of uh-huh. the book. So it must be the same one. It might be the same one. Or maybe he's just a real fucking or he's bonehead. just an idiot. I like the idea of somehow in his mind, he's like, I need to make sure that this is the same book in the future. So he just starts ripping pages. <laughs> and he's like, now it's the same. Talking to an LAPD officer, Channing realizes, well, I'm in 1988, so this is where my great-grandfather is. So yeah. he asks him if he knows a Max Taylor, and the cops are like, oh, buy the book, Maxwell. That guy's a fucking doofus. Right. We hate him. I hate that guy. I, I hope he... I, <laughs> you're goddamn right. I, said, <laughs> I, I Kill the son of a bitch. Uh, Channing, uh, he, he finds out that uh, Max is guarding some construction, construction site, site where there's not going to be any action. And they're like, good. Cause he's an idiot. Right. The guy's a fucking idiot. Probably he's, blow his a, toe off. He shouldn't get a gun. He's like Barney Fife over there. We, d- we let him have one bullet. <laughs> That's it. Only one. So then, uh, which is good. Cause he pulls his gun on everybody. All the time. <laughs> That's his favorite thing to do. So uh, we see, we cut to Maxwell. Who's played by Bill Maher. Bill, uh, Bill, Matt, he has a he's metal like a, detector. He has like a big metal detector with, with headphones. A, with headphones. So he's, he's working on gadgets. He's right. a gadget guy. Who's also a cop. And I'm like, I think you're in the wrong field. Like, if you want to be developing gadgets, you shouldn't also be working for the police department. He he runs one into, or the other. He runs into somebody trespassing on the property who easily runs away from him. Right. But he uses his doodad to track the guy, to track footsteps and heartbeats to try and find him in an alleyway. Right. Channing hears this over the police radio and decide, and he knows, oh, God, nothing can happen to my great-grandfather because if he dies, I die. Right. So I'll he, never learn how to play Earth Angel. <laughs> well, your kids will love it. Uh, so he, he runs down there because the rest of the police department thinks Max is a joke. And they're like, it's probably a false alarm again. Right. So Max, Max he calls says, in. He's like, I, I got a 23. I got to I'm going to shoot this guy. Someone's <laughs> going to stop me. <laughs> so he chases after him. But instead of finding the trespasser in an alley after hearing heartbeat, he kicks over a box and he finds a bunch of cats, a bunch of kittens. But the trespasser is right behind Max. Right. Who, and he like sneaks away. <laughs> But then Shannon gets the drop on him and shoots him with a saran wrap gun that wraps him up in saran wrap. Yes. Which is weird. So then there's a weird scene where Bill Maher wants to shoot his great grandson. Great grandson. He says, freeze dirt, but drop it, dirtbag, because he just saw this guy wrap him up in saran right. wrap. The dumb great grandson probably thinks that if Bill Maher shoots him, Bill Maher will disappear. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's not what's going to happen. Uh, so. Uh, he quotes, he gives him a bunch of quotes that are in Max's book. And Max's like, I don't know what you're what talking about. What the fuck are you saying to me? So Channing just says, okay, well, goodbye. So he saran wraps the guy and then he just runs away. And Channing runs away. And that's the end of act one. 
at uh, the Los Angeles Police Department station in 1988. The chief reads the riot act to Max, saying, knock it off with all the computer Computer, shit. With all the dumb gadgets. Be a policeman. Find humans. We don't got police. We don't got computers. It's the inverse of the previous scene, but what is the point? To show that they're different, I guess. I guess they're different, but the same. They're both getting read the riot act, but they're, they're both playing with either their own rules. They're both bad at their they're job. Bo- they're both they're inept both police really officers bad who shouldn't be on the who force. Who shouldn't have a gun. At the storm cellar, Channing has come back at 8 p.m. to look for Pam, which right. is her name, of the person. She's the one who saw the murder. Uh, and I have here, he should have ordered a Pepsi free. We've already established We've established that. So this is the scene where uh, it's a very smoky nightclub. He goes in. Loud rock music is playing. Uh, she realizes that her friend has been murdered at home, and there's a big guy chasing her. Oh wait, no, that's the <laughs> t- that's the scene in the Terminator, which is exactly what this scene is ripping off because both show up at the same time, and they start right. Yes, and then it's just like Terminator. Marcus shows up and he's like, oh, and then he leaves again. Ma- uh, Channing t- chases. <laughs> yeah, after. Marcus sees him and and he's like. He like smiles like impishly like, like oh, oh you oh you again <laughs> have you read the news <laughs> do you know who's the hunkiest man by any chance <laughs> that's what I would do if I went back in time I'd like toss a bunch of newspapers call me the biggest stud <laughs> it's front page news did you read it I'm wearing a cowboy hat then so the, he leaves Channing chases after him and uses his future weapons to blow up a car. He then causes, to blow up all kinds of shit. Like he he's got this little dart gun. When he blows it, it like it's it causes big explosions. Yeah, he blows up like half a city block. So he continues to chase after him and causes a big uh, um, traffic jam and runs across a bunch of cars. And one of the cars he happens to run across <laughs> to be is Maxwell's car, right. who then gets out of his car, chases down Channing, and tackles him and arrests him. In jail, Marcus shows up and in the cell next to Channing is the trespasser we saw from before. He's a bank robber and Marcus says you have a job to do. You can't be in jail. You gotta go. Right. And you're gonna help me. He's also about to shoot Channing but the cops come in and they're like what the hell is going on around here? Everyone is a... Who are you? Oh my god, it's the world's biggest stud. What are you doing here? You can't be in jail. (laughs) You're you're trapped in my heart is what you are. Uh, Marcus says, well, thank you, but still blows him away. You're under arrest for being too damn hot. (laughs) You you stole my feelings. Uh, He shoots the cop, and uh, by shooting the cop, he ricochets off, and it opens up Channing's cell. Accidentally blows open the lock on their cell. Marcus and the bank robber leave, leaving Channing there who stays when the cops show up they're like what the hell happened like, what in here ha- what's Channing going on says, here i'm gonna t- i'll tell you everything but i'm only gonna talk to maxwell taylor right i just just gonna say i don't understand what the hell is going on in this movie at this point like why is this future bad guy just showing up and not killing our hero just being like well fuck off he tried See you later. to he tried to and then how the co- long does it take? He's got two hands. One hand can bust the one guy out. The other hand can shoot this guy. Well, he wanted to say something, uh, you know. Impish and yeah. fun. He's like, this is weird, isn't it? It's a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit weird, isn't it? At the interrogation, Channing tries to impress Max with his knowledge about the future, but is off by about a decade or so. Which, again, 
idiot. It, this is he's a fucking idiot. But at the same time, if you went down, if you went back to a specific year and you were like, I'm in 1966, and you were like, I got a lot of news about, and then you're like, Fab Four. <laughs> Yet? Yeah, but this guy is so far off. He's like, there's going to be a big war and America's going to lose. And he's like, and he's like Vietnam? Vietnam? And then he's like, an actor's going to become president. Ronald Reagan? Who's the vice president? Who's the secretary yeah. of the treasury? Jack Benny? Again, from another this movie, is literally, a better this movie. Is Back to the Future. It looks like he's part of the auxiliary but, Coast Guard. Right. But so it's the Back to the Future scene, except what if Marty was a bigger idiot and just <laughs> didn't know anything? Yeah. And he tells Max, he's like, I I knew how you invented the laser gun. You were standing on your toilet. <laughs> and you slipped. And then he opens the door. And that's when we go to commercial it when it's on TBS. This damn thing doesn't work. God, that's such a good movie. Should have watched that. God damn it. Uh, well, uh, if I I went to 1966, yes, I would be, I would know whether or not Vietnam is happening. I would, I I would know that we haven't gone to the moon yet. I would also, I would know, I would know who's going to be the biggest hunk. Like, look at your newspaper. (laughs) Look at your paper. It's me. What? That's right. (laughs) I didn't recognize you without your cowboy hat. (laughs) However, he's got all his doodads with him, and Max's book, which he show, which he shows the cover to Maxwell, this is enough to convince Max that maybe this guy is from the future. Right. Which is you great. Have, you have a picture, you have a book with my picture on and it. I'm like, that's right. You wrote it. All your secrets are in here. Now bust me out of jail and I'll help you. I'll show it to you. Right. Well, okay. okay. Again, horrible police officers. This is enough to bu- help him get out of jail. Well, also, he like. He like looks at his laser gun and he's like, "Oh, what's this?" And he like fucking blasts a hole through a chair. Yes, <laughs> which no one seems to notice or hear or care about. I'm like old Max blowing up stuff again in the interrogation room. <laughs> Keep it down. Get a room, you two. You know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, he uses uh, should have blown something up in the bathroom and then flushed. (laughs) (laughs) Then everybody, because people would be concerned, then they'd be like, "Ooh, oh no, don't go in there." You don't want that. (laughs) Subliminal messaging. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yeah, I'm glad you came around in that one. Channing uses a laser pen to break out of a window in the interrogation room, and both of them leave. Meanwhile. The uh, the trespasser and Marcus go to the bank, and Marcus says, I want you to go to the bank, and I want you to break into this specific lockbox while you're in there. Right, because uh, I know you were going to do it. But so you're going to help me. And he's like, well, why do I have to help you? You're a weird British man <laughs> from the future from the future, with a laser gun on your head. He's very aloof and, and not very good at what he does. And he's like, well, if you don't help me, I'll tell you exactly when you're going to die. Okay. <laughs> Tell me then. Unless the, unless the answer is now. Yeah. I'm not going to. Right the fuck now. Back at the storm cellar, Max screws around with uh, the visor that uh, Channing has and uses x-ray vision on a lady. Yes. And sees her bones. So <laughs> there's a lady at the bar. Yes. And she's given this guy the eye. Mm-hmm. And then she comes over and she's like, got a light. Right? Yeah. And then he lights her cigarette, 
And then she's like, thanks. Max, like, see, no, you're, you're missing it. So Channing's there. Maxwell is there. She goes to hit on Channing. Yes. Channing doesn't know what's going on. Channing is an idiot. Max lights her cigarette. And then she's like, thanks. See you around. And she walks away. And Channing's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and he's like, she was hitting on you. Yeah, he's like, no, the thing, with thing in her mouth. He's like, that was a cigarette. He's like, what do those do? He's like, I don't know. <sighs> what? Yeah. Why does he say, I don't know? I, I don't know. <laughs> Max. It's a great thing. We have that great comedian, Bill Maher, on set to come up with a great right, line. All right. snappy line. All right. Here we go. Here right, we go. Right. Bill. Here's, here's the setup. Let's just roll it. Let's just roll let's it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> Seems fine. Uh, Channing, this is where Channing reveals that he's never had sex. He's with a girl. Because they don't have sex in the future. Not premarital sex. He says, we don't have sex in the future before marriage and and Channing seems weirded out that people in the past have premarital sex. And right. Max is like, what are you dumb? Right. <laughs> what are you stupid? He says, uh, why buy the cow when you can, when you can get, the, get milk the milk for, for free? free? And you're like, oh, you're like, Jesus. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Max is also taking part, uh, taking apart some of the inventions that Channing has. And he's like, I'm going to invent these. Oh, I think I can, I can I reverse can engineer this. this stuff. Yeah. Channing then uh, chases after Pam, who leaves after uh, her shift at the storm cellar. In, in the parking lot. So now our heroes are chasing down a random wit- woman who's, who's witnessed a murder. Incredible trauma. Yeah. And like, yeah. Time to show her who's the boss. Right. Channing blows it with Pam by being a weird creep, saying he's from the future. She leaves, but then gets jumped by Marcus, who's driving like a 67 <laughs> Bentley for some reason. He's like he's, dressed like a Monopoly guy. Yeah, he's driving he's driving the girly from Baffled. Yes, he's, he's like ah, old Studebaker. He's driving Jack Benny's car. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best car I could find. Giant jalopy. While she's, uh, she gets captured in the car, they try and drive away. Max shows up and uses a laser gun to blow some shit up, preventing the car from leaving the parking lot. All right, so they blow up a bunch of shit in the street. Not they, Max. Not Channing, Max. Okay, yes. Bill Maher blows up a bunch of shit. Then uh, Pam uses mace on Marcus in the car. And I think it was just hairspray. She sprays him with something. Right. And, and then allows her to jump out of the car. <laughs> and he's and like, ah! They're like... They're like and then she just runs. She runs back. Channing catches her and like holds her captive. Right. Puts Me- his hand over her mouth. Meanwhile, Max gets arrested uh, because they're like, well, you were suspended and you just blew a bunch of shit up. Also, up did you help of- someone break out of jail? jail? Uh, also, did you blow up that chair? <laughs> Chief's really mad about that. That's his favorite chair. So Channing has captured this woman and Max got arrested. We fade to black. Act three. Max gets out of uh, jail and uh, meets up with Channing, who is still would be a fugitive at this point, right? But they're yes. like right outside the police department. Yes. And also, in the meantime, whenever this wonderful commercial from Crest aired, Pam and his her captor. Tell, tell us about your love life. <laughs> taste the taste. taste, of, <laughs> taste the taste of wetness. The 80s were weird. <laughs> we had weird car Maybe ads. that's how you go back to 1966 and you're like, I can tell you what the taste of wetness is. <laughs> <like." laughs> that would be the problem. I guess, would that be an 
asset or a liability to oh, us. Complete liability. If we if we traveled back in time, we would only be able to talk about McDonald's ad campaigns yes, from that particular that's how year. We knew what year we were in? <laughs> Just like, are show you, me a TV. Are you loving it? <laughs> oh, what do we got? We got grimace. Okay, special uh, sauce, two patties, cheese, lettuce, what, and a sesame seed bun. Right. All right, I got you. All right, nineteen ninety four. We're good. We're good. Right. My, yeah, McRonald McDonald is playing golf. The Arch Deluxe is around the right. corner. Right, Pe- ninety seven. People are showing us newspapers. We're like, I don't care. Doesn't I don't help care me. who the biggest stud is. I know who it is. <laughs> I'm still wearing that cowboy hat. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, the girl is now on their side. Somehow she has joined up with the crew. In a scene that has happened off screen, somehow Channing is That probably would have been interesting. Channing has explained directly to her that he's from the future and that he's the great-grandson of Maxwell. She's also really into Polaroid photography yes. for some reason. And she, she's taking a bunch of pictures as the two of them are getting into an argument and they have a... they. Punch each other in the mouth. I got in a fist fight, and she's taking pictures of it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this? And all these police officers are just kind of walking Uh, into work. I'm I'm off the clock. That's not my problem. Yeah. 7.15? I don't. This whole city can go. crime time. Yeah. Whole city can go up in flames. I don't give a shit. Channing also fesses up to Max, and he says, I'm your great grandson. And Pam says, it's true. It's damn true. Yeah. I know you don't believe this random person that you just met, but maybe you'll believe me, another random person you <laughs> Some just met. weird guy. He also gives him the book. Right. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. Pam takes the fellas to the lab she was working at and shows what the dead doctor was working on. It appears to be some kind of accidental cancer cure. Mm-hmm. The doctor put the cure in a safe deposit box, which Channing remembers was found in the foundation of the old bank. So that's the serum that they found. But the key is at the police station because she gave all of uh, the dead dead doctor's doctor's effects to the police. Pam says, well, because Max is like, well, we can't go back to the police station. Channing's a fugitive. I'm an asshole. (laughs) Pam's like, don't worry. I got this all figured out. Smash cut to her calling it a fake bomb threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, an accurate well, bomb threat. She it's it starts as a fake bomb threat. She's like, "There's a big bomb in the building," and the Me- yeah. And meanwhile, the desk clerk is like, "Look, honey, we get a thousand of these we get a, a day, thousand unless, bomb threats uh, every day. <laughs> unless I see a big cartoon fuse, right. I'm not doing a goddamn thing." Meanwhile, Max and Chaney, Chan- Channing have snuck into the uh, police department dressed as extras from Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> dressed as hobos. They've got, like, woke... No, they, but they look like... The, it's like, you know, 1910 Russia. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, they, uh, they've they got big, like, overcoats and Over- big floppy hats. Right. The uh, They use the laser weapon to... The blow uh, dart thing. ...actually blow up a door, so everyone leaves, but they use the distraction to sneak in and uh, into the Evans room. In which case, get the what key. was the point of calling in the bomb threat if you're just going to blow the building up anyway? Yeah, why not just blow it up and then right. get everyone to run? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Pam wanted something to do. <laughs> We look. I've, we look I've back. Always... We look back. The phone's not connected to anything. No, like, we we gave her the second. Con- it's like your bro- Yeah, you're playing Nintendo. And you're right, like, you're helping. Oh yeah, you're you're the other guy. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, we find out that she called like a different police department. <laughs> She's like, ah, yeah, shit. the Wilshire division is going insane <laughs> right now. <laughs> they run to the bank 
after uh, ditching their car because of Los Angeles traffic. Traffic, you know, am I right? It's, it's all the same. Am it's I right? Same. It's always going to be bad traffic, all right? It's, it's a constant. We can all have a good laugh about this. But Channing finds out that he gets told the date, and he's like, oh, no, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be helping save a bunch of people from a collapsing tunnel. Right. In your book, this date is when you when that happens, and it's supposed to happen in uh, 10 minutes. I don't know what what year Vietnam was happening. But I know, but the, I exact know the exact date, date and year that and you time. helped uh, these fucking assholes not get crushed by a bunch of falling rocks and a tunnel collapse. Right. So the two of them... Uh, they, One of them became a dictator. <laughs> so I wonder if... Oh, well. Uh, meanwhile, we uh, look in the tunnels uh, underneath the bank... And uh, Marcus gives the bank robbers some tiny dynamite pills. Yeah, di- like, this will blow. This will blow it sky high. It says, "Add these two things to a cup of water, and it will blow up." And then we quickly realize he has given him Alka Seltzer. He's like, because it just goes plop, plop, fizz. Yeah, and then oh, what a relief Wait. it is. I'm like 1955. That's <laughs> so, where okay, I am. Where's Where's Speedy? Uh, the name of the Alka Seltzer uh, uh, mascot. Uh, they... Quick, let's go to a highway. I need to see if there's any uh, Barbasol ads. <laughs> <laughs> Max and Channing steal a motorcycle to get Max across town. Uh, Max also, before he leaves, says he's sorry for making his shadow so big for Channing to be in. Yeah, I guess. Sorry, I I'm know. so awesome. Sorry, and you're I'm, so yeah, fucking you're dumb. Such a piece of shit. You piece of shit. Pam kisses Channing for some reason and says, "Like, be well, John Spartan." <laughs> You really You'd like to have sex with me? <laughs> I would love to take you to Taco Bell. <laughs> well, it's the franchise wars. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. So we had a perfectly good car, gave that up for a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and now they're splitting up. So he has to go rescue the people from the cave-in while our heroes have to do what exactly? Stop uh, Maxwell at the bank. Okay. No, Mar- uh, Marcus, Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> You're on TV. You're on TV. Uh, he yeah. throws a TV at him. Uh, they go. Uh, all right, so fine. We're, we're past that. They set the TNT. Pam calls in another fake police report. <laughs> saying, this is her go-to move. Like, I, I hope if this was ever to a series that this is all she did. She's like, I got the perfect plan. <laughs> yeah, another bomb threat. <laughs> yeah, we got to stop that plane. I know how to stop it. <laughs> Uh, she says, well, I, I would have loved if we got a flashback to like two years before and she still does this. Like, it's just what she does for fun <laughs> is to call in bomb threats. So she says that there's going to be a tunnel collapse. Max, meanwhile, arrives at the tunnel via the motorcycle and tells everyone to get out of the tunnel. The TNT goes off and the bank robbers and the bank fall. He starts stealing everything. Max uses his future uses the future weapons to get men who are trapped in the tunnel out of a rock slide. Right. And he gets everyone to escape and he comes out of the tunnel triumphant. He's like, I'm the fucking man, even though it was my great grandson who gave me all the information and, and every the tools. tool to do the thing yes. that I just did. But whatever. It's fine. Um then at the library, Marcus stops the bank robber from putting all the stuff that he just stole into the foundation. He says, I want the thing that you're about to put into the thing in my hands. Right. So he, the bank robber says, there's people chasing me. I got to hide the loot. Yeah. And then 
Marcus says, remember when I told you how, you, how you're going to die? I lied. And yeah. then he shot him anyway. he shoots him anyways. <laughs> like, says, what is the point of any of this? He says, stick around, even <laughs> though he shot him. <laughs> Let off some steam. He's dead tired. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, he steals the formula, then uh, is about to leave with the, the cure for cancer, apparently. Right. Max says no, and he tries to stop him, jumps over some... <laughs> oh, Channing first confronts him and says, hey, you drop you it, suck. dirtbag. And then Max Marcus is about to shoot him. Max, Bill Maher, runs up and jumps in front of it and gets shot himself. Doesn't jump in front of it. No, just he's like jumps. A, he's like a he's mile like, away. He jumps off a pallet like a mile yeah, away. He, he's in the other direction, and as he's running, we get this like slow motion shot of him going no, and then the bad guy just kind of glances over. Marcus has to like, like physically turn his body. Right. Like one for you. Boom! <laughs> Shoots him in the chest. He's dead. So he's uh, shot in the chest, and now he's bleeding out. And uh, Maxwell. Not Maxwell. Maxwell's Channing. out. Marcus runs away. Channing's like, "You got to hold in there, great granddad. You call the we got to call, call the police." He uses this tool that Marcus will eventually create, which is a sickness badge, well, it's like a health, or a health it's, meter. It's a health meter, and if you put it on you and it's green, you're fine. fine. If it's, it's yellow, yellow, call a doctor. And if, if it's, it's red, red, you're dead. You're dead. So I love that he included in his little health monitor thing how to tell if somebody's dead. <laughs> it's like, just put that yeah, on a he, rock. He yeah, that's dead. He gone. Channing chases after Marcus while Max bleeds out. With Max dying, Channing starts to feel unwell. And again, doesn't the, know how to yeah. play Earth Angel. Uh, but he looks through his hands. Exactly. But he goes out and finds the time machine because he's chasing down Marcus. Marcus is now going to try and use the time machine to go back to the future and he explains that there's that only enough charge is an asshole or something there's only enough charge in this time machine for one more go to get to get one place matt uh, Chan- channing <laughs> i almost left without the plutonium how am i gonna get back channing meanwhile uh is like well i'm dying so and then so he just starts like at a certain point don't you just start unloading into the time machine <laughs> right you're just like, stop it. If you can't, if if I can't go, none of us can go. Right. But instead, he like busts it up with a baseball bat, and he's like, "I'll break the whole damn thing unless you get out here." And uh, so Marcus gets out of the time machine for some reason. I'd be like, "Fuck it, yeah, like blast off, yeah, take it to a, take it to the future." Uh, Marcus gets out and attacks Channing, and the two of them like trip over each other. And yes. Then somehow Marcus dies, and I don't know how. Okay, so as they're wrestling with each other... The thing's shaking again. Yeah, the screen is shaking, so you can't really see anything. There is a flash implying that they were both reaching for a gun, and then the gun went off. And killed Marcus. Only Marcus, when they fell down. So Channing... But they don't take the time to show it. They don't take the time to... I guess it doesn't matter, it ultimately. Doesn't matter. Channing crawls up, because now he's he's literally he's like, about to uh, die. I don't know how to play Earth Angel. Oh, no, I'm disappearing. He uses the time machine, and he's like, I hope this works. And I hate this. And then I hate this. He travels back in time, and I'm like, okay. He's, just... he's going to go back. I thought, I'm like, he's going to go back two minutes. Yeah. And then he'll confront himself confronting Marcus, because... Obviously that would have been that would have been stuff in the past is still happening. <laughs> that would have been great if he goes back two minutes, right? Yes. It's he's about uh Bill Maher jumps over. Marcus is about to shoot Bill Maher, 
and then another Channing comes along and just like clotheslines him. Yeah. Looks at the other one, goes, You're doing good, stud. <laughs> and then like walks away. Yeah. Or or like I that's what I thought was gonna happen. I thought like, oh no, this is the worst. This is the worst time somehow uh Max or uh fucking Channing. God, these are the worst names. Channing goes back in time two minutes to prevent himself from from having Max get shot by like sacrificing a future self because his past self is going to still be fine. Yeah. Or he shoot like there's a mysterious sniper that somehow shoots him and then they never figure out who did it, but it was him two minutes prior. Yeah. Anyway, it's stupid. We see the film start to go back. We come back to the same scene we saw before where Max runs, jumps, he gets shot. Channing is like, well, fuck you, asshole. Blows away Marcus right then and there. Right. Goes over to Max, who's now wearing the energy... The energy-proof vest. Energy-proof vest. And Max is like, how did you know? And I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? Also, like, where usually, was this vest the whole time? Usually there's some scene where there's a hook, where it's like... He, he he left him a letter that said on the night that exactly I yes. travel Ex- into the exactly. future. That's you yes. get shot. It's some kind of thing like that. Or there should have been. There's a scene where like he gives him a jacket or something, right. and then we find out that he's like, oh, but this he's, jacket's heavy. Right. He's and so he delining. Got it into it, and yeah. now that's the hook. Or they should have just let it play out. You know, it's like he already we already because everything that ever. Time travel movies are tough. Everything that is so successful about Max is specifically his grandson's doing. Yes. In his book, he's like, you will get here to prevent a cave collapse that you'll write about later. But the only reason the cave collapse happens is because the bad guy, the bad guy blew it up. helped the bank robber blow it up. Right. And the only reason he's like, and you're going to invent all these weapons. Well, the only reason he's inventing the weapons is because, because he, he gave he's them looking at them in the future and then in, like retroactively invents them after they've already been invented. So when did it happen first? Translucent aluminum. How do we know he didn't invent it? <laughs> so there should have been it would have been of incredibly clever of this movie to have some little nugget, some hook, something that they knew that they were going to reference later. Right. That would have explained how he slipped like this vest on him. Right. Or that Yeah, instead, when did he give him the vest? When did this conversation So did he go all the way back to the start? When did it happen? When he got out of jail? When they were in the car? When they ran to the bank? Or did it was it like the first time? Cuz if you went all the way back to the start of when he arrived in 1988, wouldn't he just immediately make a beeline for to know where? Yeah, he wouldn't even need any Marcus of this other shit to happen. Blow him just away, kill him. Yeah. And he's already fucked up the time stream so much as it is that it's like, might as well. No, it doesn't make any sense. We don't know when he puts the vest on him. I don't think the movie cared enough at this point. They're like, it's time travel, man. Whatever, we Fuck can do him. whatever we want. But you can't. At least be clever about it. It's like uh, there's a movie called Triangle, which is about the Bermuda Triangle. And it's mm-hmm. a time travel movie where uh, a girl and her friends get on this boat and weird stuff starts happening. And at the beginning of the movie, spoiler, at the beginning of the movie, there's a fight that breaks out. And she's like, what the fuck? And someone shoots at them. So when they get on the boat, 
uh, they sail off and it's it's really weird. But then at the end, she gets it in her head that she needs to prevent this from happening. So we find out she was the one who shot it herself to try right. and prevent this from happening as this time loop keeps occurring. Yeah. And I'm like, that's there. That's something. Yes. Put something in the background to show that time travel fuckery has already happened. You know, we see a fight break out in a bar and we're like, well, that's weird. Yeah. And then we find out later that it's this, it's him from the future fighting, fighting somebody else. Somebody else yeah. And then it's because he didn't. I, I don't know. Again, that's what happened in Back to the Future, too. Maybe they maybe they hadn't seen. They Back had, to the yeah, they, they didn't know what to steal. That's, that's the problem. That's uh, and so the big finish of the film is that, well, Channing can't go home because the, the time machine's out of juice. Right. And he's going to stay here with his granddad, great granddad and Pam and guide him and guide him, I guess, and tell him all the cool stuff he did so he can do it. I guess. I don't know. Seems like he could do it better. Learn from his mistakes. Right. Uh, and then also he gets the plaque that we saw dedicated to him. Yes. Dedicated in to him. In a big ceremony. But then also Channing uses the book in the library to communicate with his girlfriend. In the future. He, he puts a note a in there. a little note in there that she finds that says, well, I'm stuck in the past. Go on living your life. Forget about me. Right. I hope Fox News at 10 is <laughs> does great for does you. Great. Big numbers. I hope you get into the double digits on viewership. And uh, have fun. Don't. Uh, that's my apartment, though. It's rent control. Don't sell anything. <laughs> couldn't he? Couldn't he help her out even more? Where he's like, I want. He like invests in in like uh, AT and T or Apple at nineteen in her name. It, yeah, nineteen eighty eight. He invests in Microsoft or Apple, like, and then just put the stock thing in the Into book. The book, sure. And then be like, also a little something for you. She's like, oh, these were outlawed in 2055. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a criminal. Yeah. Cops come busting in. <laughs> Freeze, they shoot her. That ain't bitcoins. <laughs> All uh, right. That's it. Well, we have to ask. Okay. All right. What? So then the movie ends. The movie ends. Mercifully. Okay. Andrew, what does a TV series version of this look like? It's... The same fish out of water story every goddamn week. Over and over again. Where it's like, well, it's 1988. And they, you know what? If they, it would have been, they could have opened themselves for much more comedy if they had been like, it's set in 1978. Because now they know everything already. Sure. So he goes back and he's like, so this actor's running for president. Oh, that'll never happen. That'll, that'll never work out. <laughs> uh, or. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing where this guy's trying to figure out his way. And we also don't know who his grandmother is. That's his great-grandmother, yes. who I think ends up being Pam. I and was... I think it's going to be that they both chase after her, and then he figures out that's his grandmother. great-grandmother's name was Pam. I hope that he has sex with Pam. <laughs> and then uh, the baby is his future self. Uh, but it's a deep, dark secret in the family. That he has somehow had sex he with his own family. did do the nasty and the pasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Futurama. Um, that is a plot point in Futurama. Okay. Fry, Fry has sex with his grandmother. <laughs> it's gross. And then he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, he he believes that she's not his grandmother because nothing bad happened when he had sex with her, and it pans over to. Farnsworth and Zoidberg and Leela, and they're like, oh, God, it's like, you idiot. That is your grandmother. 
Thrones. So, um, yes, uh, what would this movie be as a television series? It would be the same fish out of water story all the fucking time. Are there where they'd different? Be like, you don't have laser coins? What? Are there different bad guys from the future coming to the past? I think it's... Or are they it's, busting it's normal criminals? perps. It's drug perps. That, then like, that should have been in the pilot episode. Or other bad guys from the past come back. Or it's a bunch of... It, ultimately, it should be... This man has the power to change the future. Because he's got... He should have 100 years of knowledge between 1988 and 2088. And be like, it's... He should. It's the, he's dumb. Would you go back to, you know... 1889 killed baby Hitler. You know, what? what's the equivalent of the 2088 Hitler? Do you go back and change it or do you let time run its course? He's already fucked it up as it is. So well, the I fact, guess have fun. Yeah. The fact that he can't go back to the future heavily show or that he can't go back to where he's from is like, well, then I should just do whatever I want. Well, like it doesn't matter to me. But also like we see that the future, it, the, the future present is running as it is concurrent. But if yeah. they've already established time travel at that point in 10 years, is time travel just a thing now? So couldn't somebody who's from 2098 come back to 1988 and be like, presumably, yeah, man, it's like Disneyland up here. Yeah. We just go back and we can, I paid for 30 minutes and I'm going to fuck around in 1988. Right. I'm going to swim with those whales. I'm going to have gonna sex say, with Pam. I'm going to say double dumbass on you. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a great, it's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. Right. First of all, let's see if you're like a fucking Cisco, all right? Drilling into their skulls? <laughs> Second fucking star. dark egg. Second star on the right. Straight out of Double That's from Star, star Trek, Trek 6. 6, which would come out. 91? Yeah, so three years after this. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what did you think of Out of Time? Out of Time is bad. Yes. Uh, I really think that we shot ourselves in the foot. God damn it. Uh, but I am looking forward to the future of TV movie night. Future. When we will be talking about Andrew, what did you actually that was rude of me. What? Roll it back. No, too late now. You're already you're already there. You're Andrew, already... what did you think of this thing? I thought it was derivative. Yes. I thought that it was lazy. Yes. I thought ultimately I love these kind of personally I love the premise of it's it's a Grand great grandson and a great grandfather fighting crime. He's from the future. He's from the present. How will these guys ever get along? Right. Because they're both relatively the same age, despite the fact that it's his great grandfather. Yes. And <laughs> which is what Back to the Future is about. <laughs> but at least in Back to the Future, the jokes are because again, people people remember the second and the third one, and I think that leans on a little bit more than the first one. Because the first one is just a, it's a teen sex comedy that just happens to involve Have time, time travel. travel. Yes. The, the first second one, it, one and the third one are all about sci-fi time travel shenanigans. Right. The first one is like Michael J. Fox could have the possibility to bang his mother <laughs> in 1955. Does he do it? We don't know. Huh? Come to the <laughs> theater. You'll have to find out. <laughs> yes. No. The, the whole concept of Back to the Future wasn't let's make a sci-fi film. It was would I be friends with my dad if I was a teenager? Yes. Here he is. He's a weird creep who pretends like he's bird watching. And right. instead he's creeping on Perving ladies. on his mom. And he's, he's a peeping Tom. And he falls out of a tree. And then he has to go fix it. And he's got an eccentric... Uh, sidekick, Sci- scientist sidekick, doc- friend. Yeah. Yes, 
and, and and yes, but and there's there are those jokes, and everyone, uh, even though we harp on those jokes, especially in like Titanic when he's like Picasso, that'll never get off the ground, right? Or any of these other jokes where it's a thing that we know is true, and then the characters are like, "That's not true," and we're like, we laugh because we're like, "That's different. I know better than this made up person." But at the same time, in fucking Back to the Future, I don't know if it's a performance or it's the the lines or whatever it is, but I those work so much better. When he goes to the door, knocks on it, and he's like, who's the, oh, all right, space boy, who's the president? Ronald Reagan. The actor? Like, yes. For some reason, that works. The performance works, and the fact that the joke isn't just Ronald Reagan is the president, it's that he's, that we then cut to a shot of him running across the lawn saying, I suppose you're going to tell me that Jack Benny is the secretary of state. Yeah. Who's the first lady? Uh Jane Wyman? Is that what he says? <laughs> well, wouldn't it just be whoever his wife is? Well, he was remarried at the time. Oh. He remarried Nancy okay. Reagan. Uh, right. But at the time, though, in 1955, Ronald Reagan was an actor. Yes. Like, that's where the gag works, because Doc Brown would only know him from Bedtime with Verbonzo or uh, the, the other girl. The Gipper. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> I'm getting all worked up. Obviously, I'm yes. getting all worked up because Obvi- I love Back to the Future. Obviously, if you now it would be Donald Trump as president. Yes, and, and then everybody cries, fucking eyes. A reality just... TV star president. That's what they did in The Simpsons. That God. was the fucking God. joke. Lisa becomes the president, and she's like, "Oh, President Trump left us a big, huge deficit," and that was written in 2004. Right. Fuck. World sucks. Next time on Television Movie Night, we're going to be watching this gem from 1979. Because, Mark, we're getting into December. You know what that means? The reason for the season is. The reason for the season is the fat man in the red suit. We're talking Santa Claus movies on Television Movie Night. And uh, we're going to kick off this holly jolly month. uh, We'll be the hap, hap, happiest assholes (laughs) this side of the nut house. They're going to have to... What is it? When Santa Claus gets We're going to be his... singing zippity-doo-dah out of our assholes. <laughs> Climbs his fat ass down the chimney. Uh, he's going. We're going to be watching this classic from 1979. It's The Man in the Santa Claus Suit. The Man in the Santa Claus Suit, starring Fred Astaire in seven magical roles. I'm waiting for Santa Claus, and he isn't here. He may be nearer than you think. Fred is giving out Santa suits to Gary Berghoff, a love-shy teacher, Bert Convy, a father with no time for his son, and John Biner, a bum on the run. And their new Santa suits will change their lives. A world premiere Sunday. That's right. 1979's The Man in the Santa Claus Suit. This is Fred Astaire's final television performance. All your favorites are going to be here. O'Reilly's Radar O'Reilly's here. here. Uh, Bert Convy from Tattletales. I have no here. idea who this person is. He's a game show host. Uh, and we're going to find out who the man or men in the Santa, Santa Claus suit is. is. So tune in for that. And as always, Mark, if you'd like to listen to past episodes of Television Movie Night before the big Christmas rush, you listen to them in the car while you're shopping for all your friends and family, and maybe your favorite tele- television podcast hosts. I don't know. <laughs> Partner. Maybe. Uh, you can always listen to back episodes at soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV TV movie night 
or you can subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a review there. Again, it really helps us out. We'd really appreciate it if you could let us know what we're doing right, maybe what we're doing wrong. Nothing. That's what I'd put. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Great job. Everything's, everything's good. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. Mark. Is there anything else before you and I are out of time? Andrew, why don't you uh, open that book that I gave you six years ago? Uh, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, you tore out page 13 for some reason. Uh-huh, and flip to the index, look under Hottest Stud Alive. Oh, my God!